being more organized, actually being organized can be quite a deficit. And it has been for me in the past and some of my clients, because what happens is if you are an organized type person, it's almost like taking a screw and a screwdriver. You just keep reorganizing, you sort of like strip that screw. Today's episode is sponsored by WinTheHourWinTheDay.com, where we help you stop working so hard. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey, do you want time back? If you got projects you want to get to, take our win back time quiz and get instant actionable steps on how to improve. I'm not kidding you. This has been designed to show people just like you, entrepreneurs, small business owners, your blind spot. So we can provide instant actionable steps on how to improve them. It takes less than two minutes. It's completely free and you get customized results instantly. You got to check it out. The link is in the show notes. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day podcast. And I am your host, Chris Ward. Always thrilled to be here. And today we have a unique guest. All right. Listen carefully. Okay. You got to pay attention. So here we are. Welcome to the show, Chris Ward. (sighs) Yep. That's me. All right. Don't worry. It's not going to be what I think is one of those boring, you know, when they just talk by themselves things. I don't think that ever works. Uh, So the solo shows, I think that's the technical term for it. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull some clippings from other shows that I've been on and the questions I've answered and really just give you guys some information I think is going to be hugely helpful to move your business forward with traction. Now, Before I do this, let's take a moment because I'm not 100% sure that you guys know my backstory. How did I come to be this win the hour, win the day person? Because it's not about productivity. It's not about being efficient and all this other stuff, right? Um, I'm all about technical terms day stuff. So here we go. Here's how it came to be. So I started my business, oh my gosh, 12 plus years ago. And my specialty was marketing, messaging, messaging. And the first couple of years I was in business, I worked insane hours, like crazy hours. My husband said I was always stealing from sleep, getting up earlier and earlier and staying later and later. And about the two year mark, I was kind of sat down and (laughs) told that I was losing some of my charm. Um, And that was horrible to hear because the people that were cheering me on, oh my gosh, they were giving so much for me to start this business. Like my husband and my family, it was amazing. And, And here I was clearly impatient and stressed out and exhausted all the time. So I... I knew I had to make a change. I knew I couldn't grind it out like that for the next 10 years. That was just not sustainable. So I I really went from working 16 hours a day down to six. Now that did not happen overnight, um, but, you know, let's move the story forward really quickly. That's what I did. 
And luckily I did that because it was just a couple of years after that, that my husband had been diagnosed with colon cancer and I had been pulled away from the business for about two years. When I returned after his passing, my existing clients had no idea of my absence, none. Um, we just were very positive in nature in his journey. We were very you know, private about it. We didn't feel it was good for business. It mostly just was not where my energy was. I just, it just wasn't, you know, we had a lot of fun, him and I, and we did things that would be really positive, for, life affirming for what we're going through. And we expected it to turn out well. So anyhow, so I returned, everyone's shocked. And finally people started to sort of gently approach to me. I mean, even the local business community was shocked. Nobody knew. And they started to say to me, Chris, if you could be away, we didn't know, like, then maybe you could get me to my kids' soccer games. Maybe I could stop working weekends and evenings and ignoring my family. And so then I started working with my existing clients under the capacity of, you know, building a life that or a business that supported their life instead of consuming it, because I do believe business should be fun. And let's be really super frank here. When my husband passed away, I lost an income and that you know, take all the emotion of this story and put practicality in place, I lost income. So if I had to, at that time, go out and, you know, write a resume, be charming in a job interview and learn a new job, not something you want to do when you just lost your best friend, right? So really super important. Life does have interruptions. It happens all the time in different forms, and you need to have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it. So very important. All right. So let's dive in. And let's listen to, here we are, um, you know, I think this one actually explains itself. Let's just dive into it. Here we go. So what makes me sad is when I see somebody and maybe they're skipping meals and they're suffering and doing all this stuff. And then they have some fruit thing from like the coffee shop that they don't understand. Like there's 2000 calories in that. And they're just tasting the wrong thing. And they're like, oh my gosh, first of all, the whole grind it out mentality. But more than that, the whole, I just need to be more organized. I just need to be more focused. I just need to be more disciplined. And all those things, first of all, discipline erodes your battery. It wears you down. White knuckling it isn't going to help. And then being more focused on what? Like to me, that's almost like putting your hand on the stove when it's hot and saying, you know what? I just, I just got to focus. I just got to be like, okay, I'm going to put it on. It's going to hurt. But if I'm really clear, it's this time it's going to be different. Okay. This next piece... <laughs> was an awakening I had a, you know, like a, a moment and, and, you know, let's just dive into it. Cause it, again, it, I'll explain myself in this, but a moment I had that said, wow, am I doing this wrong? And it came in the form of like a light bulb at two o'clock in the morning after an incredibly long day. So let's listen in. I remember back in the beginning where I called the dark years, I remember one night I'd been, you know, I was working at like two o'clock in the morning and I had been up since five and my husband used to say, I was always stealing from sleep, right? Getting up early, earlier, staying later and later. And I realized, I, well, I realized he was right, but I didn't tell him that. So don't worry. Um, I realized that I was working that there were laws in the land. People fought and died for labor laws, labor protection laws that I now left a job that, you know, nobody could have treated me that way. And then here I was wearing myself down to a nub, violating all labor laws upon myself going, oh, this is the freedom lifestyle, running my own business. Like this is the exact opposite of what I had any inkling or hope of. So I think for a lot of my clients, 
listen, what happens is you left a job. You could still be at a job. We all left a job at some point. And then you think, all right, once I get this off the ground and, and the bell that I hear, ding, 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 I want you guys to hear is if you find yourself saying, once I get past this next thing, once I get past this next thing, you realize, oh, okay, I'm not in business six months. When do I stop saying that? So you always think there will be, oh, well, once this next thing, oh, the holidays or the new website, or I got on board these clients, there's always something. Uh, the last client that onboarded in our winner circle, he sent me an email through LinkedIn late at night. I guess that's not an email, but he sent me a message to LinkedIn and said, listen, I've just put my kids to bed and I find myself now putting in another couple of hours. I think I need your help. Yep. A lot of my clients look really good on paper. And the sad thing is no one person knows how many hours they're working. Um, you guys know out there you know, and it, that's the job we put it out in social media and, you know, and because you're working past when your family goes to bed or you're getting up earlier, you're missing things out, you know, missing uh, opportunities or fun times with your family or friends. No one person knows how many hours you work. And uh, sometimes you don't either, but boy, oh boy, does, is that costly. So here is another thing uh, that, that a question comes up a lot uh, when I'm being interviewed because it's the D word that everyone uses and they shouldn't because it's very limiting, but it's something that is sort of commonplace when you talk about efficiency when you're running your business or any sort of you know professional avenue. So listen in because this is something that I hear every single day and it really is hugely counterproductive and just upside down, frankly. I don't love the word delegate because to me, that's a lateral move. It has to come through you and go sideways. So I'm really about having what I call a win team, a what is next team, so they can get to what is next. And when you have a win team, what it allows you to do, instead of following the very parentified model that we've all been exposed to as employees and is still out there in the corporate world, and that model is you bring somebody on and then you check their work. And so it becomes like a parent-child, teacher-student type situation. And that's where you start delegating work to them. But when we have things in play like our super toolkits, which my clients tell me in the winner's circle is like um, SOPs on steroids, because standard operating procedures are usually written by the end user they're static in nature, and they're just really there to cover liability. But the super toolkits are breathing, evolving documents that constantly compress work so that we are constantly in that 60% idea to execution mode. So the first thing is I'm not a big fan of delegating because it has to come through you. Now, here's another myth that I want to dive into because this really leads people down the wrong path on a number of levels and makes you hoping and wishing for, you know, something to change that actually is going to serve you anyhow. So let's just take a listen. One of the most painful things I think is when you're working so hard at trying to fix something, but you're trying to fix the wrong thing. So it's not about being more disciplined. Discipline actually erodes your energy, your battery power kind of deal. And being more focused, what does that mean? Being more organized, actually being organized can be quite a deficit. And it has been for me in the past and some of my clients, because what happens is if you are an organized type person, it's almost like taking a screw and a screwdriver. You just keep reorganizing, you sort of like strip that screw. So what happens is you guys are out there working so hard and you'll hear yourself say this. And if you hear this, oh my gosh, this is such a warning bell. Once I get past this next thing, ding, 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 
there will always be a next thing. So Doreen, to me, it's about running around thinking that somehow can I squeeze more juice out of this hour? Can I grind this out? Can I get up earlier, stay later? And that's not changing the infrastructure. And that's when you're trying to keep up to the growth of your business versus scaling your business. Those are two completely different things. The growth of your business is so often what you're chasing when in fact you should be scaling your business. So we believe in the win formula, which means that you should be in execution mode 60% of the time, not trapped in the web of admin like so many are. This isn't an expensive job. This is you being an entrepreneur or a small business owner. And to do that, you always need to be moving on to your next ambition. Now we get into a question about hiring. I love this one because this, you know, there's so many layers to this. One is, first of all, we live in a magical world right now where you really truly can afford to have resources and help that you would have never been able to afford 10 years ago, especially as a small business. Um, there are, you know, just opportunities out there for talent, for affordability, um, having people that can work in very, you know, work with you just a couple hours a week and they can have other businesses they work with. Whereas in the past, you need somebody, let's say you even needed a video editor, but you only needed them two hours a week. Well, you'd have to give them at least 10 hours to, you know, make it worth their while, their commitment, them driving over to your, you know, your office, that kind of thing. Now, oh my gosh, you just have, you have the world at your fingertips and it's so crazy affordable. So this question is in response to being asked about hiring and, uh, you know, you guys let me know. I read every single review because I think this could definitely be a show all on its own because there's so much uh, that could help you with this one. So let's take a listen. So many people, first of all, don't understand that hiring is a whole thing on its own. It's not something you do when you're stressed out and you're behind and you think, okay, I'll get some help. That's, that's a whole thing. We've been doing it for a really long time. Now, we're not a hiring agency. There's a whole bunch of problems with that. It's just something that we do as part of our package. It's kind of like you need running shoes to get to the gym. That's, you know, I'll help you pick out your running shoes, but we're really here to get you in shape, right? Sure. So we do help you with hire, train, and onboard your win team. But here's the thing. When people are hiring on their own, one of the biggest mistakes they make is they fall prey to the corporate thing that's throughout the world, which is a very parentified system. So you hire somebody, you give them work. And here we start to just talk a little bit about what I call school hours. We should all be able to work school hours, you know, long weekends, much longer summers, cutting out, you know, whatever, four o'clock school hours. That should be the ambition. So here I'm talking about my passion for school hours and uh, some of the things my clients say. So let's talk about school hours. So what I would say too is, you want to be able to not only work school hours, but you want to be able to fulfill your your ambition and creation elements because that's where the pain comes in. When you're on one side of the bridge and your idea is on the other side and you just can't cross that bridge or it feels like the bridge is moving further away. I've had so many people say to me, Chris, I feel like a pilot driving a bus or I feel like I should be swimming in the pool and I'm holding on to the side. You know, or I feel like I'm throwing darts at a dartboard, but the lights are off. I don't even know where the board is. Right. So that's the frustration. And and I believe that not only should your business support your life and not consume it, but I believe the business should be fun. And then none of that sounded like fun. 
Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that. It's always fun to have me on the show. And just remember, yes, yes, yes. You don't need to be a sufferpreneur, all right? You do not. And I also call myself recovering rushaholic. So if you're just trying to outrace time and rush through the day, that's not serving you either. You know, you're skimming over things, you're not getting depth, there's no traction. You miss out so much. And my clients tell me that all the time in the winter circle when they start to sort of take a breath and they say there's so much clarity, so much creativity, so much, you know, they just see the next step and it's just so exciting. And there's such a calmness to it that they thought previously before, you know, that their greatest strength was their ability to, you know, go fast and get things done. But at, you're just, you're just skimming and just like a rock skimming over a pond. You're just skimming over stuff. You're not getting any depth. So anyhow, see you in the next episode and keep the uh, reviews coming. We read every one of them. We love them so much. It gives us so much insight. Thanks again. Bye.